Hello everyone, I'm here with The Halfway Kid. We are going to talk about his music, his process, creativity in general, what that means for you. Um, and we're just going to hopefully have a really good conversation. Um, that's my hope. And then you can also tell us a lot about the stuff that's coming up for you. You've got a show that I've got tickets for, so hopefully oh. me and my father can come watch you live. That would be really, really cool. I would love that. Thank you. Awesome. So I have actually, cause I like to get into like a mental space when I'm doing a podcast. I've been listening to music all day. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because it's sunny and it's like the end of summer and I was like driving, but it made me feel like kind of nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And it it made me interested in like, what do you want people to feel when they're listening to your music? Or is it more of like a, this music is for me and I'm putting it out there? Or is this like, this has been my experience and now we can share this music kind of thing? Because I know Taylor Swift had this thing where it's like the first album was hers, but then the second one was everyone's. Sure. And I was just wondering what your process was like for that. For this one, it was kind of like, um, I'd written the songs, like I'd, I'd like I'd I like would write them at home yeah. and we'd go into the studio and try to record them and we were just trying to feel excited. Yeah. So we as like me and my producer JB and my friend Will as well, who's like an amazing musician and we're just trying to feel excited. Yeah. So we kind of did it in a kind of old school way where the songs would be written and then we'd try them different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we'd spend the day trying it one way and then it'd be like, I don't think this is it. And yeah. So it was just trying to like spark that. So that's kind of an old school way of doing it which might be why there was like a sense of nostalgia in it the way we recorded it aspects of it were quite like old school Mm -hmm. but not to make something that felt of a previous time yeah more just to feel something and to feel excited by it yeah no I definitely get that and then in terms of your process I know there's different ways do you always like get that emotion ready and then sit down and write or is it kind of like you're walking around with a notebook and you're like oh my God, something has just come into my mind. I need to write this down. And then do you go and record all of your music at the same time? Or is it, mm-hmm. obviously it depends on how you have access to a studio, but what's your preferred way of getting it done? Well, you're kind of always drawing stuff down and scribbling mm-hmm. stuff down. And some of it is like nonsense. Yeah. And some of it is not usable. And then, <laughs> But sometimes there'll be like ideas or feelings that like you'll, I'll keep coming back to. And that's how I'll know that that's where my head is at at that time. And it's yeah. something that I kind of want to sing or I want to like say, um, but it's all different ways, like take it anywhere you can get it kind of thing. So sometimes it will just be words that like words first, sometimes music first, but you want, like, it's always trying to get to a feeling with a listener where they don't know, you know, as far as you can tell yeah. that yeah. this was like a piece of music and then the writing. Yeah, that's cool as well. But I think for the album, it was like we. I wanted it to feel. We wanted it to feel like it was both at the same time. Yeah. I, I think for me it was like there'd be there's some songs where it'd be like a sentence, mm-hmm. and you'd feel I could feel really excited by it. It made me laugh, and I like. I'd want to hear a song mm-hmm. about that. Or I'd yeah. want to hear a song that felt like that, and then you're just kind of doing that. How are you and your friend? Uh, oh yeah, we just we so yeah we me and Jibby we just like um, met in a studio and really just got on and realized that we both had like similar frustrations about how some music is recorded mm-hmm. or was being recorded. Not all, all music, but like a lot of music, yeah. and how um, wanting to do something that was maybe a little bit different to yeah. what was expected yeah and we were just kind of found like, like i guess a kinship in that and then 
at Will, it, New Jimmy, and then I had a gig, and Jimmy couldn't play, and they wanted two of us, me on guitar and someone else. So Will came, and I just really got on with him um, and loved his playing, and he's like a little brother to me now. So it's like it's 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 just it's like a real family affair. And, and Will and Jimmy are super close as well. So where it just feels like a family, and there's like an extended, there's like other artists as well, like Ash, Ash Amy White, and that are just like we're all part. We all just feel like a family. Dwara kind of like yeah. That's awesome, and I feel like you can really tell when people grow together. So, like Aubrey Plaza and Michael Sarah yeah. have known each other since they were like eighteen. Wow, yeah. And they actually had. A, I recently read a thing where they were like, "Oh yeah, we were going to get married and then divorce straight after as a joke." So they could be like, "Oh, my divorcee." I was like, I always found it insane because it's so hard to break into the entertainment industry, but then you get two people who both did it, and it's mm -hmm. almost like when one comes up, everyone comes up with them. Mm -hmm. and I think that's really nice, and it almost. Because it is a difficult industry to be in. It's so much about like how do other people perceive. I've never made a song, <laughs> but I have, for example, made a video that I would think to put on YouTube. And I'm just thinking, like, what will other people think of this? Because I hold it so dear to me, mm. and I don't want to face the rejection of if someone doesn't like this, I will take it personally. Yeah, like I'll become a keyboard warrior. Like, why would you like this video? Um, so it's nice to have a community that you know supports you before you ever put it out into the world yeah it, I, think, I think you remember talking about that like the it's like you based your relationship to the thing that you make yeah so the community really helps because i don't like i think um not to sound cliche but it's about bringing people together so it's, it's not like an ice like if you're on a desert island i was having this conversation with someone and i was like if i was on a desert island i might play but yeah. i wouldn't make a film yeah. You know, like, yeah. like whatever, like it's like you need other people yeah. for the thing to even make sense anyway on both sides. Um, but I think it's your re relationship to it that ends up, for me, made me forget or kind of push through those doubts, as you say, yeah. why someone would care about it. It's like, I really care about it and I know that what I get from it and I'm hoping that someone else will get something from it too. Yeah. And then I don't care. Yeah. Whereas before I'd be like this, when I didn't like what I was doing, yeah, or I didn't feel like it was any good, that's when I'd be like, I was right, yeah, because I didn't have anything from it. So why am I like what? Like it's it's yeah. Like I need to ha have some kind of relationship to it. That was what I was going to ask as well. Is like I know sometimes when you're creating, it is the end product is constantly in mind, but if it's for you, it's like the process I've got here, I've done this for me, and now I'm putting it out into the world. And hopefully they respond well, yeah. but if they don't, I'm happy with this. Sure. So I don't need them to, which must be like a good place to create from. Well, it's, it, it kind of is. Like I'm not like I'm not above, like I want people to like the music that I make. Yeah. But not at any cost. Yeah. And I think that like, um, you, you're, it's, like, it's like that thing of like you're writing for an audience, but you are the audience. Yeah. So the things that, I would get a kick out of it in other people's songs. Yeah. I'd want to. I want to do them. Yeah, it's that thing. It's like uh, when a kid watches a action film and then tries to do the move. Yeah, it's kind of like that, I guess. But yeah. um, people dress it up as like other. But it's it but it's much more. Um, yeah, like it's yeah that thing that other people get a kick out of. The thing that I get a kick out of in other people's songs is the things that yeah um, I hope people. Of mine. Yeah, that's kind of like when we were talking earlier. It was like, 
I had a previous podcast and I was like, I wouldn't listen to this. Yeah. So why am I creating this? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to do a 180. I'm going to stop thinking about what I think I should create. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start creating the things that I would listen to because I'm spend- I'm giving people hours of my time listening to the stuff they're creating when I'm like, why would I then not do what I want to do? And then mm-hmm. hopefully that finds an audience. And if it doesn't, like I'm enjoying this conversation enough that even if it doesn't ever go anywhere, exactly, yeah, I'm, I've had fun. And like, it's so rare that you get to have a conversation with people that you admire their work. And I think that's a lot about, like it never occurs to you. So like before I decided to start this podcast, I'd never messaged anyone on Instagram that I didn't know. <laughs> never even like sent a DM to Beyonce, like, oh my God, girl, I loved your concert. Knowing she would never see it. Mm-hmm. I just had never sent that message and I started messaging people who I'd been admiring their work for ages or people who I found randomly and was like enamored by. And it goes back to like that conversation I was gonna, we were having before we started the podcast was what is your relationship with social media? Because it can open so many doors, but it can also make those doors feel so heavy, if that makes sense. Like it feels like such a big step. It's um, like, I like it. Take, if I take music music out of it, I like it. There's aspects of it that I really like. Um, there's aspects that I don't like, but there's aspects of it I really like. I love laughing at stuff on social media. I love the fact that like my feed on Twitter or X or whatever is like tailored to exactly what yeah. I want. And I like those aspects of it a lot. Um, I liked when Instagram was like my friends' photos and mm-hmm. it felt really like homely and. As a musician, I think it's like, it's pretty good because it means I can find a new audience mm-hmm. for the songs and that can feel really rewarding. You can feel like a song's lifespan is over once mm-hmm. it's been released, but really it's not. It's just yeah. starting to like, that's when it can now find new people who can go and listen yeah. to it straight away. So I really like that aspect of it, but I have to like balance it out because there's only so many hours in a day and like i'm i have to write songs (laughs) yeah and if i'm checking social media then like all the time there's no time to do that i mean so it's it's just like anything like too much of it will ruin you it can be quite complicated like how far does this feed what i want to do how far does this entertain me and how how much is this damaging me yeah like how many of the ideas that it's giving me and not healthy to me. But, th- but it's just too much of anything. Like, I always remember, like, I have, like, I know where I leave the house, I'm with my headphones on since forever. And then, like, my headphones break and I'm like, panic, I'm like, no. And I, like, <laughs> go for a walk or something with the headphones on and I'm like, oh, I can actually hear myself think. And then I'm like, oh, I should do more of this. Yeah. And then, as soon as I get your headphones, I just don't do it. Like, if I'm cooking, I'm just constantly listening to a podcast yeah. or something. So it's like, it's not giving yourself enough space. It's important, I think, to be in touch with what's happening in the outside world, yeah. which is ironic because we're talking about looking at it through our phones. Um, so like knowing what's happening and stuff, but it's that thing of too much of anything will will drive you nuts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's definitely tricky um, balancing it, like TikTok and stuff like that. Post this many times a day to do this. Um, so yeah, but yeah, like it's, and like talking about taking a break, do you ever feel like you need to take a break from creating music? Do you ever feel like, kind of like writer's block of, I can't 
Or is it for you just like a constant release? Like, this is my life. This is how I'm coping with it. And I'm just lucky enough that I can then make something out of it. It's it's really tied to how I'm feeling in myself. So um, I don't really get writer's block in the sense that, like, I never want to force anything when I'm making mm-hmm. something because that's the only, like, whenever I've made anything where I've, like, felt like I've forced it, I just regret it afterwards. And, like, songs and stuff, the line between them being good and silly yeah it's like this thing yeah so it's like learning to kind of be careful about that because it's just so honestly like <laughs> like the wrong attitude or the wrong approach or the wrong something or the wrong idea and it's just like it's no good so like but i know what i i know a deadline is good for me near the end of a yeah. writing process but i know how to kind of like force myself i think yeah. Um, and why I need to do that, basically. Yeah. I feel like some, there's a difference between like, I'm cutting out the distractions that I sometimes allow myself and like, you have to do this in the next two hours. And one makes you really productive and one just makes you burn out immediately. Yeah, but it's, but it's that I think it's like the whole idea of it. And like, some of my favorite things that I've like made have been when I've just like been sat in front of the TV with mm-hmm. a guitar in my lap for like six hours and you're just like not paying attention or you're just watching the footy or something and then like an hour three or just like what's that yeah and then you're like oh that's pretty cool like so there's loads of different ways i think to go about it my favorite way is just kind of listening to music Mm -hmm. because that's like i think making sure my relationship to music as a listener yeah is healthy yeah then i'll feel good then i'll feel like i'm being nourished enough to kind of make something of my own that i love but never force it basically yeah i think people can tell like you can when you feel it like if you can't connect to the music you can tell that something was going wrong when someone was creating it and like i have no musical talent if i started singing now the mics might break (laughs) and i certainly like in terms of like lyrics no i can't do it english isn't even my first language so i wouldn't know that i would know how to rhyme things um not that you have to rhyme to make music but that's how like junior my knowledge of music even is but i can't for example go throughout my day without listening to music Mm -hmm. so you can feel sometimes i think when a song wasn't necessarily 100 percent backed by the artist no i think you i think i agree i think you can tell when when it's the wrong reasons for something you you can't fake um having fun yeah and you can't fake like one of like the thing that's amazing about music is like it's something that's happening yeah like it can pick you up in one place and then by the end of the song it's dropped you off somewhere else and yeah. you can't fake that mm-hmm. sometimes songs will be like we've dropped you off somewhere else and you're like no you haven't exactly <laughs> oh yeah i've not moved at all yeah i'm exactly <laughs> where i was before but i do think everyone should be able to access mm. that's how i believe yeah like music um like it's for them and i think that like a lot of music um people think isn't for them yeah and i think that's the um that's a mistake yeah but an understandable one because i've had it myself where i thought like certain genres weren't for me Mm-mm. and by that i mean like they weren't made for someone like me they weren't yeah. like i that I, and you get it a lot with all kinds of music from anything classical music to like modern music you know yeah and also like in terms of the subject of music so i've never gone through a breakup yeah. but some of my favorite music to listen to is about breakups yeah. like Someone that you used to know, I will belt until the people in the car next to me are like, beeping actually, excuse It's a great song. It's a great song. 
And I'm like, I can't relate at all, but this is good stuff. I can tell it's good stuff. Mm -hmm. So limiting ourselves, like being like, oh, this is a heartbreak anthem or whatever. So I can't relate to it because I've not been broken up with. I think it's so telling. And I think it's also it's because like the feelings that are in driving those songs mm -hmm. are common feelings. So even yeah. if I've met, like there's loads of songs where like I've never experienced the things that they're talking about, yeah. but I can access that feeling just in a different context yeah. like that, that like loads of songs, like you, you, you can get behind them in that way. And love songs are more popular than other songs, obviously, because, but it's not like by accident. Yeah. It's like, cause people love them, yeah. the songs the most, and they want to feel something. And those songs are often the most kind of melodramatic, the most yeah. kind of um, um, triggering in that way. Yeah, also I feel like love as an emotion aligns well with singing. Right, like it's not like you're not struggling to get up a hill in a run, and you're like, I'm gonna belt something out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> you feel like that's the kind of thing that makes you feel like singing. Yeah, like the some emotions that the kind of thing. Sorry, mm -hmm. songs make you feel like shouting. Yeah, like, you're never like, I'm so sorry, I'm taking accountability, and no, you like, wanna, this is a banger. Yeah, you want to like whisper it gently, <laughs> yeah. like when no one's watching, you kind of yeah. like you get out of there as soon as possible. Um, but I'm sure like they'll think I'm sorry song that. Like I feel like voting, but like, um, yeah. it's because you, I think there's those songs are written in a way where you can access that kind of feeling, and yeah. um, that's one of the best things about it. It's like that thing where people say like, "Well, right, what you know," but it's like I've never there's loads of things I've read or watched where like I don't understand about that, but I love it. Like, yeah, yeah, or like you're borrowing feelings. But that's the thing that's like like so great about like really well written songs is that like you've never been in those places you know been in like that situation you've never seen those things that the singer's saying that they're seeing but you also kind of have you can imagine yeah. it and yeah and the song's giving you enough to feel like that and i like i love those songs yeah why like it's like why am i loving a song about i don't know being like coal miners <laughs> wife or something yeah but it's like it's because i can kind of get i can get behind it yeah. and, and and access those feelings yeah like the i'm just ken song from bar there you go yeah playing in my head constantly i've not watched the movie <laughs> i can't relate to being ken and i'm like this is so good i can't get it out of my head um i want to give you the opportunity to promote your music sure um i will be at your london gigs thank you front row you get to hear my singing probably wish you never had no i'd love to hear it um, and i'll bring oscar along as well um so that's really exciting have you are you working on a new album maybe or are you just writing out with this one thank you so like i'm like uh writing out with this one because um yeah there was it, like when we put it out like um from sudan and there was like a war and so like we didn't i kind of just put it on the back burner while like real life stuff took um priority yeah um but yeah we're just kind of riding this one out for a little while um and i'm working on new stuff um for afterwards but i don't think i'm allowed to talk about it yet oh well, that's very exciting <laughs> yeah um but yeah at the moment like i got this the headline show um in october in a theater i'm gonna play the theater so i'm very excited acoustics are gonna be great i'm sure i'm so excited and it's gonna be like the biggest one yet so it's wow. really exciting i love playing live a lot um yeah. it just really feels Especially playing with like Jimmy plays with me, Will plays with me, like if proper feels like family vibes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So if you're in London, if you're near London, if you can get down to London, 
if you need help buying a ticket to London, I'm happy. <laughs> but definitely, is it 12th of October? 12th of October, Courtyard Theatre. Amazing. I will link all of your socials. Thank you. Um, it's pretty easy to get tickets once you're on your social media. So awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. No worries. Thank you. For I genuinely had a really fun time. Any fun.